Yeah, baby. <laughs> we, we live, baby. <laughs> we live, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Kaylee yeah, already. Kaylee, Kaylee oh, stay. Man. She always show love. She really does show love. What up, Kaylee? Hope you doing good today. Oh, all oh, that boy. Hey, but, uh, he do always Ezra. be here. Ezra, Ezra always be here, bro. What's up, Ezra? What's going he on? He said, "Da boys, we back at it again. We live, baby. We live, baby. I said we live, baby. Oh, oh, oh. Ezra, we live, baby. But how you doing, my guy? Man, good to have you all here. Said, What's up, my fans? Up? My faves, man. We good. Number we good. One number one you are honestly, man, because you stay in here all the time, you so really you always support. So much love to you, Kaylee. We appreciate you, bro. It's been a good day, man. It has been a very, very great day. It's been a long day, wait, bro. Why has it been good for you, though? Hey, man. I like that pink, by the way. A print, hey, I'm, I'm actually gonna hide this real quick. Bro, why? why not? I like pink, but this is But it's pink. October, it's bro. It's, it's hot pink, though. It's, it's, it's like what? It's October, bro. October? Breast cancer awareness. It's October? Yeah, you know. October. Put, we put on the pink for that, you know, to support, pink, show love. Um, is it really breast cancer awareness, man? Yeah, bro. You don't, watch, you don't watch NFL, bro? You don't watch football? Nah, bro. I stopped watching that junk, bro. I got a fantasy team, bro, and I'm losing. Yeah, bad. you trash. I'm not surprised. No lie, I really am. Oh, uh, why's it good though? Why's it been a good day for you? Hey, bro, it's been a good day, bro, because um, first of all, God is good. That's the first thing. Also, this all topic the time. is all the time, all, all the, the time, time. God is good. <laughs> hey, but listen, the topic is kind of tough. I'm gonna be real with you though. Uh, so I've been, I was thinking about that a lot today, and it's been good because like I've been able to dwell on it at the same mm. time, bro. It's been like, oh shoot, we about to have a whole topic on this. On, on this, yeah, oh my bro. Gosh. I, I feel you, man. Cause honestly, um, when I was getting, when I was getting set, not getting set, but like all throughout last week, cause I was already kind of thinking about this topic last week, and all throughout last week, like getting ready, yeah. and coming into this week, like there was a lot of like me revisiting my past. Bro. When it comes to this topic, bro. And not even just my past, but even like currently. For like real? just situations I find myself in where I'm like, oh shoot, like I'm tripping. I'm tripping. For real. No lie, bro. That's no lie. Like, like I'm tripping. Like I'm tripping, man. Yeah. Um so yeah, like I, I feel you on that. It's been yeah. it's I'm still excited though. I'm still excited because I know um what we're gonna talk about here today um is gonna be helpful um first of all it's for us yeah for real i know it's man. gonna be because it's gonna be it's gonna be like going back you know you know how they said like you learn by like teaching other people yeah. by teaching yeah, yeah. you also learn for real. and i feel like um by doing this topic especially it's gonna be great for us because it's gonna 100%. help us just stay even more grounded in how we're meant to look at this stuff so and even yeah. for you guys out there man we're, we're we're excited for this topic um this is gonna be this is it's probably gonna be a favorite topic for a lot of people i feel like uh -oh. just because just because <laughs> it's so uh -oh. um it's polarizing the word to I, use. I guess <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it, it make you shiver in your boots. It definitely do, um, especially with the way we um, treat this topic yeah, um, in our world today. Yeah. So, hey, um, listen up. Yeah. Even before we even get into that, first of all, two things. First of all, if you are tuning in right now, I want y'all to to text somebody right now and one tell person, them, just one person, one person, just one person, and just tell them to tune in to Dark Rose Live, y'all. I mean, we're not looking for numbers at the same time, y'all. Like. We really appreciate people who listen in, and also like I, I feel like we have some not only good stuff to say, but we really, really like want to engage with y'all. So like, if you're tuning in right now, 
text one person, call one person, and tell them to listen in to Dark Roast Live, man. That's not hard. Just one person. Yeah, um, for real. Because like you said, we really want, especially with this topic, man. Especially like, topic, man. tell your friend because this this topic this topic is gonna be good. Like, yeah. We we felt like it had to be. Gotta be. The story had gotta to be. be told. Gotta be. It had to be told. Gotta be. Sure. Um. So yeah. Anyway. Um. What's your name? Quick, quick. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, okay, oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. Okay, you're right, okay, right, okay, right, okay, right. okay, 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 who are you, sir? You're Chadwick. What, like, literally, you're Chadwick. I am the captain now, for real. No, no, no. You are no. <laughs> you are Black Panther, and you have been resurrected from the dead. Don't don't put that on me, bro. You're right. You're right. Don't, you're right. Don't, That's no, kind don't. of disrespectful on his name too. Not even that. Disrespectful to me, bro. Why? How? What you mean? How? You trying to say my, I'm only gonna go as far as Black Panther? Wait, okay. Now you now you making it seem like Chadwick ain't got no clout and like he's I'm not legendary, big. boy. Bro, Chadwick is legendary. I know, I know. But listen, you talking to the man, the beast. There you go, there you go, there you go. Hey, listen, my name is Ade, right? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Ido Wu, Ido no Ido Wu, Ido Wu. I'm gonna just let you have this one, bro. Man, you always just you, teach you me. got Idowu. You you. I Ido feel like you said it right. You said it right. Yeah. You lying? You just saying that so, you, so we can no, get no, past no. it. No, no, no. Idowu. You said you said it right, bro. You good, bro? Like you learn. Look at Ido, you, man. Ido five, five weeks in, bro. You growing <laughs> legs. <bro. laughs> that boy growing <laughs> legs. Thirty-five days for me to get my, my know, name right. Your own name right, but nah, oh, man. man. Yeah, right, you the same. The man, the beast, the man. Hey, shout out to Jordan Brown and Dr. Russell Russell Heising, man, for. Appreciating me calling myself the man and the beast. I mean, I walk past the office. They, they talking about the man. Is that the man? Like, um, yeah, shout man. out to Dr. Crunk. Um, <laughs> Dr. Crunk for, for also reaching out, like giving yeah. us feedback. Um, we appreciate your feedback for real. Yeah. Um, shout out to every single one of our friends, um, families that supported. Uh, we always gotta do this because um, we wanna always have the mindset of before we start anything, we kind of stay. Or get into yeah. a place of gratitude because then everything just flows from there. So, um, thank you, TFC, once again for giving thank us this platform. TFC. Um, thank so yeah, you, man, TFC. let's 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 get into this let's dicey topic, this, man. Because, um, what I feel like I should I should introduce the topic this week. Go ahead, um, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We're talking about sex, guys. Hey, we're talking about sex. <laughs> Listen, we're talking about sex. We're talking about sex. It's a course. Chill, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. It is the truth. Now, nah, we're talking about sex. Facts. Um, and we've been meaning to do this conversation or meaning to do this topic for a while now just because, yeah. um, man, sex is Crazy. everything in this world. Um, yeah. As they say, sex sells, right? And, oh yeah. and they say that in a, from our perspective, it's almost like a bad thing, but that's literally what our world has become where yeah. everything, um, there has to be an element of True. advertising sex True. Um, to get you, you know, to get your attention. And that's true. Which, from a marketing standpoint, is smart because we're sexual beings and yeah. it's the one thing we all have in common and we all enjoy, irregardless. Of, I don't mean hey. <laughs> You know what I mean, hey. bro. <laughs> when I say enjoy, hey, check I mean, em. I'm joking. <laughs> Get him! Get him! <laughs> um, it's the one thing that, as human beings, we all have in common, and yeah. um, it's something that, uh, when it comes to us looking for joy, it's one thing that we know most people go to to find some kind of joy. So, yeah. um, 
yeah so yeah sex sex is the topic right um you know for those of you, those of you who are live um you could write stuff in the comment as we go just yeah, in please. regards to you know questions you want to yeah. ask um things that you feel like regarding this topic that's been on your mind that you just <laughs> want to get out um so yeah for real how, how was that intro? I feel like that was a good... Yeah, that's good, that's good, that's, that's good. That was a good intro. I have a question for you, bro. You got a question for me? Bro, let's talk about... You know, matter of fact, how do you feel about the way that we learn about sex, bro? And there's different perspectives. There's different ways we learn about it. And people in the comments and people uh, who are listening, y'all, I know y'all have different ways. Y'all learn about sex, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, like, talk about that real quick. Um, I feel like for most of us, um, me included... Um, Majority of people don't learn about sex through their families. Nope. Uh, which is kind of sad, I actually. Yep. I know I didn't. Um, majority of us learn about sex through movies, yep. through Pe- porn, peers, yeah. um, through our friends, friends. Um, through school. entertainment, through school. Yeah. Um, all these outlets that, if you really come to think about it, they are still trying to figure out what sex really is about, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's just interesting that from our teenage years, right, we grew up like, remember when we were kids, man, and you watching a movie? I don't know if they did this to you, but I remember as a kid, I'm watching a movie and there's like a sex sex scene or a sexual scene. Yeah, like cover your eyes. Okay. Cover your eyes. And as a kid, as a... (laughs) They kiss it. They kiss it. And as a kid, I remember used to just thinking like, why am I covering, like you guys are watching mm. it. Why do I have to cover my eyes? I mm. want to see what you don't want me to see. Right. And, and honestly, the more I thought about this is, isn't it obvious that as humans, anytime anybody tells us, don't, don't do this, do it. we, we want to do, do it. it. Like it's, it's just how we are wired. But like, they, they told Adam and Eve, don't up. eat the apple. That boy said, home, ate the apple anyways. <laughs> he the said, fruit. That boy said, home. Um, oh, she did. Well, so yeah, so yeah. I think g- back to your question about where do we learn yeah. about sex from? I think we learned about sex from all the places we shouldn't have first learned about sex from. Yeah, if that makes sense. What, sure. What's your take? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, it's crazy, man. Cause like, I look back at my life and I'm like, oh yeah, my mother taught me. But then I really, really thought about it, and I and I heard like I, I remember like some of the things I heard when I was when I was like in, in elementary school. I learned some of the nastiest ways and perspectives on sex through my friends. Mm, you facts, know what I'm saying? And bro, facts. like, it was the worst thing. At, at the moment, I'm like, okay, I'm learning new information. But when I look back at it now, bro, I'm like, why was I told this mm. as a third, fourth, and fifth grader? Where I'm like, eight, nine, ten, like, what am I being told? Why, why am I being told this about sex? So yeah, man, like, I don't know why I don't know why there are so many different ways we teach about sex. I truly, truly, truly do believe that as parents, and especially as Christian parents, which I'm not a Christian parent, I don't got no kids, of course, but I'm just saying, like, as a Christian parent, that should be one of the things we talk about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In talking about God, we should be talking about the role of sex within marriage, specifically, and how to stay away from that thing and to stay away from the action of sex before you get married. But, like, we should not wait so long to teach to our kids teach about sex. 
until they 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they get and they hear it from their friends. It's like, ooh, I want to try that. Mm. Bro, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you no, don't. You don't. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't how it worked, dog. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I think it's, I mean, it's just like going back again, going back to when we were kids, like, um, and hearing about sex from, like, our friends and how even, like, parents, um, our elders would say, like, don't have sex. Um, and and I, I like I said, I don't know about you guys, but I know like this something I used to think about like, but if this is how I came into the world, while like the way we address sex from, or the way we teach kids sex, we teach kids sex is bad. Yep. Right. Which which, in to 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 give credit to people who are trying to teach that, like it's not that they're saying sex is bad, don't do it at all. It was more of like sex is bad until. You know, sex is bad outside of the parameters of marriage. Right. Right. But honestly, the way we teach it a lot of times, it does come off as sex is, sex is bad. Like, it's just stay, wrong. stay away from it. Like, no matter what. Run. No matter like, like, right. Run. Like, run. <laughs> <laughs> like, run. And so the older we get, it's like we hear all these things. And I, I really do believe um, the world has taught us more about sex than, Bro, yes. than our immediate family or, or the, church, or the church itself or the church and bro. i think that's and that's actually the main reason why we wanted to have this conversation Real. because we will say things like we shouldn't be of the world we live in the world we yeah. stink but we shouldn't be of the world but yet this one thing and if you really think about it sex is sexual immorality and sex is the one major thing that you could literally look at almost every scripture and it's being addressed in some kind of way mm -hmm. compared to so many other things, mm. right? And so it's just sad that this one thing that is honestly in sort of a way dear to God because of how beautiful he made it, right? Yeah. And that's and yeah. that's the thing I feel like we don't address a lot is no. God made sex good, yeah, but not for the way we obviously... Think about it and the world thinks about it. Yeah, not the way the world thinks about it or the way we interact with it. Um, so yeah, it's just been sad that uh, from a perspective of like who's teaching us, like we end up learning more from the world. Um, yeah. That so yeah, I was even going to ask you like even with the church, right? Um, have you ever had experiences where at church they taught you about sex, bro? No, for real, like no. at, like nada, like zilch. And, and, and if it was, I don't remember it. Mm. And, you, and somebody at my age, I mean, shoot, I mean, think about it. A, a, a teenager, if you talk about sex, we're going to remember that. But I do not honestly remember talking about sex. It was not until I came to college to learn about the theological framework behind sex in which I was able to say, I know more about sex, the importance of it, and when to do it and when not to do it. Mm. Bro, no, I didn't learn it from church, man. And I don't think I remember hearing it, the, the theological beauty God side of it until I came to college, man. So let me ask you: Do you think like? Do you think if because I, I mean it's easy for us to like kind of like point fingers and say, "Oh my God, they didn't teach us." Yeah, right. But I'm trying to think like if if I'm you know at a if I'm an older person, it sound weird. If I'm an older person, you are forty five. <laughs> if I'm an older person and I'm trying to lecture a kid about sex, how will I teach that kid without like just? Perking that feeling to want to go into it, right? You understand what I'm saying? Right. And I, I feel like that's probably where a lot of the disconnect is, even with our parents. Where it's like, I don't want to teach my kids something that they might not fully understand. Yeah. But then, because of I'm saying this right. now, they would definitely want to, you know, yeah. go look into it. Right. Um, especially if I'm 
talking about how sex is good, sex right. is great. Right. My kid gonna be like, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Like, All right, let's try let's this out. Bet. Like, go ahead. <laughs> like, let, let me let me see. You what better. Let, we're we're talking the right situation. Exactly. Let <laughs> me see what this is all about. So, do you think it's fair that at that age, maybe like, or better yet, is that an excuse? Do you think that's a valid excuse to the church, where the church is like, well, we don't want to teach teenagers about sex because that would then you know cause that by the way teenagers see you having sex yeah right yeah like that's the truth like bro we had um anyway i I want you to address that topic first before going another tangent yeah bro bro i think what we should be doing uh is understanding like like we said a long time time about time ago um i think it was our first episode about who should be teaching about, about a week, ALM? About a, about a week ago? About a week ago? <laughs> no, but about like four four episodes ago. Uh, right. Episode one, when we talked about ALM versus BLM, like, I made I made a certain comment that was talking about Deuteronomy six and how Deuteronomy six speaks about parents teaching and the community teaching on the importance of the word and teaching the law to the children when they're walking, when they're standing, when they're doing all these things. Right? Here's the deal: when you talk about that. Sex is included in the law. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. That being said, wh- who should be teaching us about sex? It should not just be coming from our peers, from school, from our churches. Yes, churches need to be talking about these things. But at the same time, there's a certain responsibility that parents must have. Here. Wait, wait. So are you saying right here on live that in this situation, it shouldn't be everybody teaching? It should be more so responsible. I mean, What? It should be <laughs> your it should parents be. should be more responsible for teaching. I think is that what you're saying. I think no. I I think there needs to be like I said a community aspect in which all people are conjoining to come and talk about sex. For example, like I said, I think there should be a place where parents are able to look at the maturity level mm-hmm. of their child, Good. and they can say, okay, I'm not going to teach this child this early, not just because they might not understand it. But because they're not at a maturity level yet where I think we should be able to teach them right now, right? I do not think we should be teaching them too late because then there's that, that middle kind of ground for curiosity that you hear from, like, the people around you, your peers, mm-hmm. from schools, from all these things, right? That being said, I don't know the exact time, but I believe that parents need to speak and realize, like, you are at a certain maturity level now where I should be teaching you this. So what's, what's that maturity level, though? Because right. I'm only asking that because in this day and age now with social media, with all these things where there are 13 year old kids that they know, Bef- they wait, know, what's, yeah, they know what's going on. They listen to music that's talking about this. Right. Thing. They're watching right. movies that, bro, even fr- anim- animated, anime, bro, anime, bro, anime like, crazy, bro, what? And you see a lot of kids watch these yeah. things and they see that content, sexual things, like those yeah. sexual content, like included in, you know, their favorite TV shows. For so sure. for a, for a parent who's not so much in tune with what their kids are watching, like how would you know what the maturity oh, level is? That's crazy, and that's, that's a hard question. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you guys like have, any, have an idea, yeah. please um, talk, talk to, talk us, to us too. Yeah, that's a hard question, man. I, maybe it comes down to engaging in culture. Maybe it comes mm. down to and engaging in what the your child is actually investing their time into. Maybe mm. it comes down to like I'm going to stop you from watching certain movies. So that you won't get this exposure to this yet, but I'm going to teach you about it because I want you to know the education behind it, not so you can grow 
a desire and passion that is leading you towards sex. Mm. I'm going to be rude with you because I'm not a parent and because I haven't gone through the situation before. I don't think I know exactly, man. Like, you are at, I don't know when the time frame is of, like, right. I need to be teaching you now. Right. I think it's one of those things where it truly does depend. Like, I have a kid, and I know at by age eight that I need to be teaching you this. Or maybe by age seven mm. or by age six. Man, that's early. Bro, it's it's early, but that's how culture that's is how, now, yeah, man. That's true, though. Yeah. But you go to elementary, that's what I'm saying. You go to elementary school, man, and people already know about it. Right. First and second graders, man, know about these things. Right. And we think we think they do. We think they don't. Mm-hmm. Bro, by social media, man, by like what people are like, there's no way I should have learned about sex and the, the nastiness of it by fourth grade. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just to be vulnerable, there's no way I should have been exposed to pornography at fourth grade. That's just absolutely insane. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's probably worse now. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like we these kids now. are in a culture where because it's so crucial crucial to the world and vital and talked about, you know what I'm saying? And exposed to the world, then the thought is like, do I teach them early? Right. Or do I teach them later? Like, do mm-hmm. I let them, like, just hear what they're saying, take them out of school or something like that, or do I like teach them early enough for them to understand? Right. It's a t- it's a tough a tough tough uh, talk, man. And I was gonna tough ask you, I was gonna ask you too because I mean I know we kind of started the show with kind of like saying you know everything we hear about sex from being little kids is sex is bad, sex is yeah. bad. Can you give us a fresh perspective or better yet the right perspective of what sex actually is um how we're meant to yeah just because i know sex is good um i know sex is good but one thing that i realized um from from just life experience i guess yeah one thing i realized is god has Parameters, or better yet, he has boundaries 100%. and laws and principles for, for certain reason, things, bro. right? For a reason. Yeah. And every time those principles or those boundaries are violated, then something bad happens. A consequence, man. There's there's always dire consequences yeah. that causes us to kind of spiral back into this, um, just I guess, evil or better yet, because a lot sinful of times we sinf- yeah, pretty yeah. much like just sinful ways, and because. Sex itself is a great thing. Sex itself is a good thing, right? In Genesis, after God made everything, right? Mm-hmm. Even after he made man, right? After he made woman, he looked at everything and he said it was good, mm-hmm. right? And I was, <laughs> and this might sound weird for some people, but before the show started, I was kind of telling, I was like, ain't it crazy that probably after God created Adam and Eve, he saw them have sex for the first time. Yeah. And still looked at them and was like, yes, that's good. It even that's very, yeah. very yeah. good, right? So from that perspective, it made me think like, nah. So for sure, sex is a good thing. For sure, sex is a great thing. So what is it, right? And we we were gonna touch on, cause yes, we all yeah every time like yeah don't have sex outside of marriage. Don't have sex outside of marriage. Um, but there are a lot of teenagers out there that we're sexual beings and we have this sexual desire. What do you do with that sexual desire? Yeah. Right? Do you just like do you and I think this is also why some people rush into marriage, right? Mm, yeah. Because it's like, well, if I'm being lustful and I don't want to, you know, break God's principle so to mm. speak, let me go ahead and just go get married, which I think will also be dangerous too, mm. right? Um so yeah, can oh, you Oh, but go ahead. A, a bit of pushback, but but what what about when Paul talks about instead of burning 
just to go ahead and get in, getting into marriage then. I get that. I get that. But I never did understand. I'll be real with you. Sometimes I, I fight against that. Go ahead. No, no, no. And yeah. I, that, that passage is in my mind too. And I get that. However, I think there's also an element of, and there's also an element of being led by the spirit in every decision you make. 100%. So it's not that, oh, because I'm lustful, let me go get married real right, quick. Right, right, right. Like, what if it's not, what if that's not um, God's plan, so to speak, for you in that time, in that season mm-hmm. to get married? But, yeah. and also I think there's the element of because God knows we're going to be tempted, right? Because God knows there's a, there's an opposition, right? Who yeah. wants to use this good thing for right. evil, right? right? So he has done and given us so many things to avoid that, yeah. to avoid falling into those pitfalls, right. so to speak. Right. So I think as much as Paul is saying, um, you know, if you're burning with lustful desires, go ahead and get married, right? Yeah. That don't mean at 19 years old, at 18 years old, because yeah, right. you're feeling lustful for the, or 17, you're feeling lustful for the first time, or if you, you're like, all right, I'm going to go get married. Right, like, right. that's that's not wisdom. That's not wise, yeah, yeah. so to speak. Sure. So, yeah, that's for sure. That's my pushback to that pushback. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, well, th- there's, a, there's a few things uh, that I think is really important to realize before we even before we even get deeper into like what sex is and the importance of sex right. when we're speaking about this idea of marriage right as Christians we've taken on us as being taken on the role of being the uh, uh, bride mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying as the church and, and talk about church like for the Greek word ecclesia or ecclesia right that is a female or feminine word right and it speaks to us being the bride, right? And we think about Christ as being the husband or the groom, right? right? And the Bible in Genesis talks about, if you look at Genesis 2, 24, it says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and, and his mother, to his yes, wife. right, and hold fast to his, his wife, right. and they shall become one right. flesh, right. right? And so what happens is, in con- this marriage between us hmm. and God, right, we have this place where because we are married, and in this, we have the place where we can be consummated together, right? And here, here is how, you, how it goes deeper. Because we've taken on Christ, and because because Christ is within us, we've become one, one flesh right. with Christ. Mm-hmm. The same type of talk, the same type of language that is in Genesis about a man and a wife. Mm-hmm. So us as the bride and Christ as the groom have become one when we have chosen to accept Him, right? That's a great thing. But in that oneness, that's that, that consummation, mm. that is a that is a representation of sex itself, right? Mm. So we can't stop at being like, I am a child of God, and yes, God is my father. Yeah, but we are also one with him. That being said, within marriage, right, we have to understand sex as something that represents the consummation and the oneness and the unity that is within the relationship of the father and his children, right? It's the relationship of us and God. That being said, that's what Paul goes into 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, talking about sexual immorality. He's like, don't you realize that even even, even before in other, other uh, verses, talking about like, you are a temple of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in which he dwells. Mm-hmm. In the book of John, he t- talks about how the Holy Spirit has come to make hit our hearts his home, mm-hmm. which also speaks to that oneness and that unity, right? That being said, bro, Paul says that there's no other sin that affects us so much to our bodies than sexual immorality. 
and that sexual morality, yeah, we, th- we sometimes we don't really 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 realize sexual morality does not just stop at having intercourse. Sexual morality, and so and many. We, we're gonna say, and I'm gonna be real and be blunt. It comes down to anal sex, and it comes down to oral sex. Oral sex it comes yeah. down to all these different types of and, and intercourse, sexual right. intercourse, of course, right? So we have to realize, Paul is saying, flee from that, right? Because in this language, he's talking about like we should not, and, and if you think about it, truly. If we are the bride and Christ is the groom, when we choose to have sex outside of marriage, it's basically like having adultery, mm-hmm. right? Adultery against the one that we're not married to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we have to realize that not only are we married in one and united with Christ, but sex is meant to represent the oneness that you experience within marriage with your partner. Because not only did Paul, right, and, and the author of Genesis realize that you, that you become one spiritually but scientifically we talked about the soul ties right mm-hmm. scientifically you become one you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying there's there's a certain type of emotion that comes about when you are choosing to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and expose your body to an, an, another person it's worship it, it's literally sex worship is praise. worship honestly and we if, and we got to put it out there to reframe people's minds yeah, bro because the worship. world is telling us that is this and this and this and this and we can just have it and it's good and yeah, because to get rid of stress, we just need to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Like sex is literally worship unto God. And it's a beautiful thing that shows the uni- unity, not only with us to God, but us to our partner who is Can I say married to. Like, and like, I know we kind of, <laughs> and I want to give you guys this perspective in regards to sex. Cause um, my learnings about sex was not from me, re- me just straight up reading the bible and saying oh yeah sex is bad like obviously from going to church from hearing you know people older than me talk about sex i figured like sex outside of marriage was bad um but from a first-hand experience right and i want to share a first-hand experience like okay so i had sex before before marriage right i told you guys i have a daughter i'm not married so i stepped outside of those boundaries or parameters that god set um, when it comes to that particular thing, right? And man, going back to what he said, like you do experience fragmentation, right? Um, and fragmentation in the sense of you, like every time you come, going back to what he's saying about two becomes one, right? Anytime you lay with somebody, you're giving a part of yourself to that person. Um, every, every single, however, how many people that is for you, you're giving a part of yourself to that person and that then opens the door and i think that's a, a, a thing that it took me a while to realize the spiritual aspect of because every and going back to what we said before everything in life is spiritual we're just living in the physical world but everything is spiritual and you're opening the door to so many things and honestly i think even stay with me from you laying down with somebody that's not your uh partner right you invite depression, you invite anxiety, right? You invite so many things that should not even be in that place. And I'm a firm believer of that, that God wants us to have sex. Man, God wants us to enjoy sex, right? Think about the first thing. And this is something that kind of hit me so hard with having a daughter, not being married, is the first thing you're rubbed off, rubbed the first thing that you are rubbed off of? Robbed. Oh. Robbed, robbed, yeah. The first thing is your peace, right? I can't, and I'm pretty sure some of you who listen to this could probably testify to the fact that if you have, if you did have sex outside of marriage, 
there's a level of just you just not yourself you know you're it's almost like you don't number one you don't want word to get out that you did something that's your piece gone that's part of your piece being gone you don't want people to look at you a certain way why is that because you know different you know there's something about this that is not meant to be like think about a couple who just got married and went on their honeymoon and they had sex they're not think if they're not thinking about oh we, they don't. They don't care that people know they had sex. They in fact, they, they married. In fact, they're even happy to divulge that information. Right. We had a great time. Great time. We had a great, great time. Good, right? good. But when you're doing it outside of marriage, right? And I think a lot of times, uh, as teenagers growing up, all we hear is, "Oh, don't do it outside of marriage because um, you don't want to have a kid." Right? That's what. That's usually the scare tactic, <laughs> so to speak. To that you know we're being taught to stay away from sex. But honestly, there's so much more. Talk. Even, I mean, obviously, like I said, with me even having a daughter, right? I definitely experienced my peace being gone. I definitely experienced feeling not like myself. Yeah. A lot of times, right? Um, I definitely experienced, and I was gonna say this with sex. Once you create, and this is something that sh- that shook me because I I I knew it, but it wasn't until I actually like meditated on it i realized man this is true once you create a capacity for something you tend to want to do that thing over and over and over and over again yeah so now think about it you're not married to whoever it is you're laying with and y'all have sex forget crack forget drugs (laughs) sex is harder than all those things for real so now you've had a taste you want and the, the thing about it is and that's honestly why even people go into drugs Think about it, yeah. right? You've had a taste of sex. You're like, man, I want this feeling. What can, what can replicate this feeling, right? And you see people even going, and that's why I'm saying it almost opens the gate for so many wrong things yeah. because now you're giving a part of yourself to so many people that you now do feel empty. You feel like, man, I'm <laughs> like, there's something, there's something not right about yeah, me. Sure. Um, so it's not even just the, oh yes, don't have sex before marriage because it's wrong which it is but it's like there's so much of your peace that is you're deprived of when you do that there's so much of that um like paul talks about don't grieve the holy spirit right even as christians we'll say like he said the holy spirit lives within us right when you involve yourself in those activities right you are griefing the holy spirit you are and it's almost like the story of um, that cliche story where it's like there's there's good and there's bad within us. Who are yeah. you feeding, right? Yeah. When you do those things, it's almost like you're feeding that bad, so to speak, that that's residing in you. Um, that's residing in you. So, I think first of first and foremost, we need to start looking at sex not just from the perspective of, oh, like, yes, you're not meant to have sex before marriage. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. Um, I'm guilty of that. I, I mean, it's the only the only reason why I can't hide my guilt is because I have a daughter. Like I can't, yeah. <laughs> I sure. can't hide that, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's so many of us, so many of our friends that are in this same thing who have had sex outside of marriage, and the shame that comes with it, bro. Yeah. The especially the shame that For comes real. with it, bro. Um, the hurt that comes with it, and. Yeah. A lot of times, and which is so funny to me, because a lot of times in relationships, people will talk about how their partner this, their partner this, their partner. And if you trace it back, a lot of times it's like 
you invited something that shouldn't have been invited yet into your relationship. Yeah. That's why everything is going the way it is. But then all we see is the surface, the arguments, the, oh, this person is this, this person does not live up to this. That's just the byproduct of what's already happened underneath. And that's the part that we miss. And I think that's the part that started to glare on me that was like, man, okay, now this is not something to play with. In addition to knowing how much greater it will be in the parameters yeah. of, of marriage. Um, sure. Hey, bro, you hot, bro. Yeah, man. But you sweat. I was, getting, I, was, some... I was getting fired up, man. But no, it, it's just like, I just know this is a topic that a lot of people... No, I mean like you physically are hot. I know that. I'm just, I know. <laughs> a lot of people our age, a lot of people our age and younger and even older, this is something that everybody struggles yeah. with. Even people who are married still struggle with this. Yeah. And that's why I asked you that question. So we're not meant to have sex before marriage. I'm a sexual being though. What do I do with my sexual desires? What do I do yeah, when I have all those, you know, feelings of man, I yeah. see somebody good looking and I I want to think something about them. Right, and right. and I'll pass it to you real quick, but before I just want to say I realized that number one, that's why you guard the Bible says your eyes are the lamp to your body. That's why number one, you guard your eye. I believe, right? From what you watch, you got like um, how they always say, yeah. we have several gates, right? Your eyes a gate, your ears a gate, your mouth is a gate, yeah. right? What you hear, what you listen to. I know every time I've been tempted or lustful towards somebody, it was probably because of something I already seen mm -hmm. or heard, yeah. or I look too much, yeah. right? And that's when you know, homeboy, the the little the little man with the red horns. That's when he show yeah. up and be like, "Hey, man, but you know you could, you know you could do this, you know yeah, you could do this." Um, so yeah, how do you yeah. do? Besides doing, <laughs> I share with a day how like, uh, <laughs> I had somebody tell me when you when you going through like those sexual desires, just do push ups, push -ups. <laughs> go work out, like do something to use that energy, use that energy yeah. for something else. Yeah. But anyway, uh, and I, I, we talked about that. That's, that's funny. You release that that, that energy, man. <laughs> Facts for real. Use you got energy. to. Hey, but it's. I mean, when when Paul talks about fleeing, that man does not just mean walk away. That he man run. run. That <laughs> man mean escape. Joseph Jump ran out the window for real. Joseph ran. He Jump was out, out of there. He did it for real. No, but for real, man. Um, like I'm thinking. <laughs> That's what Daniel said. I'm gonna be swole now. <laughs> <laughs> facts, bro. Like just fact, like facts. Bro, facts yeah. though. But uh, talking about <laughs> this, man. <laughs> talking about this. Uh, one thing I realized, man, especially when you have that sexual desire. One thing, a lot of times that might lead us to wanting to invest in, or engage in sexual behavior is because, like you said, there's a void. A lot of times, man. And we're, we're, we're doing whatever it takes to fill that, that void, void. Yeah. because we're not truly satisfied yeah. by something. There's nothing in our lives that we that it feels like, and I feel like there's nothing in our lives where we feel like I am fully satisfied. Like, girls can't do it. This, maybe their sex can't do it, because why? Because I keep I keep coming back for more and more and more. Maybe it's filled me sometimes. Maybe somebody dumped me. Maybe this happened. Maybe... My mother hasn't not maybe hasn't been the most nurture, nurturing in my life. Right. Maybe it goes back to PTSD. Maybe it right. goes to trauma. You know what I'm saying? So there's so many things, so many factors, right, in which makes us sometimes it's not always this way, but like sometimes want to engage in sexual behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it just comes from curiosity. 
Right. And you figure it out, and you taste it, and you see, okay, this is not, this is something that I like, I like, and I want to keep going after it, right? But going back to it, bro, there is a void that we're missing sometimes, right? And because we're not fully content with just having one sexual time and having one sexual uh, time of activity, activity right? right? We crave it over and over and over again. And every single time we can say, I am left with a void. That's why you said the sex before marriage, man, it can leave you fragmented, bro. Right. It can leave you broken and even more broken than you maybe have, maybe have felt before, even more shameful or even more guilty than you have felt before or, right. or even maybe just doubt more than you have before, right? Mm. So what do you do in that case? It's easy. I know it's easier said than done. It's easy to say, yeah, go to God. But there is something because of, of who he is and him, him being a jealous God. There is something about knowing and pursuing and seeking God that fully satisfies you unlike no other thing in this entire world, right? Mm -hmm. And we can attest to that, you know what I'm saying? Because once you have tasted and seen and been and known God, there is nothing in this world that could ever compare. You could still be tempted, though, bro. You could still be tempted. You That's still, the difference. Bro, there are, Jesus was tempted. Bro, there are pastors that have been pastors 100%. forever who've been... You know, and, bruh, and mess up. I get that, bro. It's real, but bro. He, here's the, he, here's the difference, though. Okay, there's something like looking at Jesus in his life, right? He was tempted. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This Facts. man was fully man, fully God, but he was fully man, and he himself, as a man, was tempted. Hebrews talked about him being able to sympathize sympathize with us. Why? Because he experienced some of the same temptations and things that we experience, right? If you pinch that man, that boy can feel it. He God, but he can feel it. So what mm. I'm saying is, yes, there is temptation. That's never going to go away. Why? Because we're in a broken and we're in a fallen world. But what there is, though, is when we choose sex because there is a void and because we're not fully satisfied, we have to realize there that, that there there is something better than that that does fully satisfy us. But, um, Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think my only thing is just... Bro, it's real, bro. It's real. It's hard. I'm, like, not, I'm not saying it's easy. That's no, it's easy just said and done. It's real, and I, I honestly, I think the solution obviously is to run to God, right? Right. Um, in addition to run to God, like, I think there's also wisdom because every time I feel like I failed in that line, it's because I put myself in that position. Oh yeah. I like that, I, and that wasn't. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure before I put myself in that position, God was probably whispering to me like, "Dog." Mm, do it. What you doing, bro? Like, doing? get out of there. Um, run. but run. But I tuned that 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 voice out because your mom was messed up and you wanted to do. I, I wanted to do what do. I wanted to do. Yeah. So I think first and foremost is, I. It's just like, yeah, goes another sports analogy for you. <laughs> I told you I'm gonna always bring a sports analogy for you. Great athletes are not great athletes just on the field. Actually, yeah. their greatness starts off the field. Their greatness starts with Practice? how they prepare. Practice. Their <laughs> Practice. greatness. Their greatness starts with what they're feeding themselves with. Their diet. The their greatness starts with their workouts. Their greatness starts with what they're watching. Their film study. All yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Now, when they now get to the field where it's war, right? All those things now come into effect where they're able yeah. to say, all right, I know what to do here. I know what to do here. I think it's the same thing with sex it's where training, bro. you got to train yourself. And for us, the training is literally the word of God, right? The training is having self-control, right? Something I know I've struggled with a lot, right? 
a lot of us have struggled with but that's part of that training like you have to like you see something and you just know okay this 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 is gonna add up to this nah i'm out of there right right? but a lot of times we we like man let me just taste a little bit man let me just (laughs) that's literally what we think about let me just yeah i'm gonna it's gonna be one time i'll do it one time or or it's i'm gonna do up to here and then i'm gonna stop and then i'm gonna stop but you ain't stopping but you are not stopping (laughs) then i'm gonna stop and and i realized in this something i want to come to like even with sex i think we always forget and i keep saying this every week there's an opposition right yeah. opposition is the devil he knows bro my man knows humans your man weak human beings he <laughs> knows our weakness like he knows the playbook Real. he knows our playbook more than we know ourselves honestly sometimes majority of the times honestly so he knows if I get you just do a little bit of this a little bit of that a little bit of this and yeah. a little bit of that before you know it you're hooked right that's how drug addiction that's how drugs happens work, alcohol and that's how sex works that's how everything you take you take a taste of this a sniff of that a taste of this before you know it you're like dang I want this every time. time yeah I want this every day so in addition to running to God right um I think you have to not put yourself in that position. You have to set Maybe boundaries so. yeah. um, with 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 your friends, with other people. Um, and I'm saying this even for me too. Like yeah. this is something that I'm very much learning every every day, even more. Where I yeah. find myself in a situation, I'm like, man. I, maybe I, I should apologize to this person because I I might have stepped a boundary mm-hmm. or I might have done something that because not and a lot of times. The person you're with might not be willing to open up and say, hey. I, I, I'm not I'm not feeling this or I don't want to do this um, where in their head they could be thinking they don't want to let you down yeah. yes we people do think like that a lot of us do think like that oh I don't want to let this person down I don't want to seem bruh in school and we talked about this we made sex become such a oh if I don't have sex I'm lame Boy. if I don't have sex I'm Boy. I'm not cool yeah. and that's part of the devil's strategy where it's yeah. like Oh yeah, go ahead, destroy yourself. You're gonna be cool though. Right, like, exactly. Go ahead, kill yourself. You're you gonna be, be cool though. You be popular. Yeah. Go ahead, fragment the crap out of yourself. But you <laughs> <laughs> But you're gonna be cool. And I think for one, that's part of like the we talk about uh what's it, Galatians 522, the fruits yeah. of the spirit. One of them is self-control and discipline. I think that's part of that self-control and discipline where you're able to recognize, all right, if I put myself in this situation. It's gonna lead this. You gotta know thyself yeah, for real. I think real. that's the that's that what that was. That's one thing that has been helping me. I've failed in so many places in the past, yeah. but that's one thing that has been helping me do better. Where I know myself. I know. Oh, if I find myself in this position, yeah, man. I don't. I don't. I even unless God just yell at me audibly, like, bro, what are you doing? Like, I'm pretty sure I'll just you know indulge myself. Um, so. I think first and foremost, know thyself, know God's intention for that thing, like we yeah. said, right? Because sex is a great thing. Um, once again, when you have sex in the parameters of marriage, there is so much peace and worship unity, that happens. Man, There's minute. unity that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to crack a stupid job. There's do, so man. much fireworks, man. Oh. <laughs> for real, that's well, the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. There's so much fireworks when it's done. Pew, pew, pew. In the right parameters, but when it's not done in the right parameters, you know what happens? Now there's shame. Yeah. Right. Now there's yeah. I'm not worthy. Exactly. I'm not worth. 
I'm not worth um, yeah. this person. I'm I'm I don't I'm not valued enough, right. Right? right? Or now you start looking for your value in other people. Exactly. And that's what happens. Yeah, for sure, man. And and then going off of that point of the shame culture, the shame factor mm-hmm. that comes from sex, man. And 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 I, I want to say sex before marriage. There's a lot of us at TFCs, a lot of us in this world who are struggling, bro, with that shame of, bro, I just messed up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a thing of like when I sin what happens, I feel so shameful that I run and hide myself. If you look at Adam and Eve, bro, they when they sinned, faith. they put fig lips, they recognized. Yeah. And when God called them out, they, they recognized. They looked down and said, I'm naked. You know what they did? They got fig leaves and covered themselves fully because they did not know. They were vulnerable and intimate with God, walking with him in the cool of the day, knowing God personally. And as soon as they chose to sin over choosing obedience, you know what I'm saying? What they did was they felt shame. That being said, bro, there's a lot of people, including myself, who have felt and are still feeling like this shame, Mm. you know? And it becomes so big of a burden on our hearts and on our shoulders, bro, to the point where it's like, bro, I can't take this anymore. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of our thoughts is like, okay, well, what do I do with this shame? Listen, like like we said, yes, it it is easy to say, go run to the Father. As much as I, yes, I will preach and vouch for that. Man, I want to put out there and say, even on top of that, if you know God, right, and you are one with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit lives within you, there's a beauty in the fact that you are justified, right? There's no condemnation. And, and there's no condemnation and judgment right. that is coming your way for the past that's and the current sin that you are committing. Regardless because of what you've done. Regardless of what you've done. Yes, that's and that's fact. the beauty of it. And, and we can say all these things about sex, that's bro. That's the beauty and we of say that. God. Exactly. Like, like, for real. And, and like, we can say these things about sex and this is this and this and this, whatever, right? Yeah, 100%. Please take it. Please listen to it. And not even just us, but please read the word about what it says about sexual immorality and fleeing from it and how it's wrong. But I want to also point to the beauty of the gospel, bro, that this Christ that died for us not only took all that covered shame. and yet yeah, covered and took all that sin, but he bore he bore it. And he he was on that cross, like bearing the weight and the heaviness of mm-hmm. that sin that you are committing right now, that you committed in the past, and that you will commit in the future. <laughs> that and you committed right now. Right now. <laughs> Stop committing sin. It's not working. It's not no, working. But like I, I'm I'm saying, bro, like that's the beauty of God is that we don't have to bear that shame and that burden, right, that we feel from sin. And there needs to be a sense of remorse. We're not taking God's, God's grace for, for granted. I mean, for granted, right? And it, it, there's the sense where we're like, you know, I'm not going to just do this because God's going to forgive me. No, we know that already because Paul says, do not take God's grace for granted. But one thing that we have to realize, bro, is that, yes, don't take his grace for granted. But when I have sinned, God in his mercy says that my mercy triumphs over judgment. God in his grace still says that you are my son, you are my daughter, and that's the hope behind all of it. You know what I'm saying? That's the beautiful hope behind all of it, that if you know the identity of who you are, nothing that shame does, right? Shame has got to literally bow down to Christ and his work on the cross. Nothing that shame does can overtake or overcome the work of Christ on that cross. Um, I was just going to say, to kind of add to that, like, um, after, this was 2017, after I found out that I was going to be a dad, obviously, like I said, not married and everything, 
Um, boy, the shame, the shame was ridiculous. Um, yeah. The shame was ridiculous because um, for so many things, I remember always thinking to myself, like, I would never be in this position, right? Which is very prideful even to think about or say, but that's how I felt. I was like, I would never be in this position. And now to find myself in, the, in that position, I felt shame. Um, I felt so much shame to the point where I really didn't want to talk to anybody because I felt like me talking to people, I would have to expose my shame, so to speak. Um, and to just piggyback off of what he's saying about how gracious God is, even in our moments of failing, even with this topic, right? Good God. Um, I'll never forget being in the dorm room and um, I was just... Man, I was having a bad go mm. at it, just a bad time. And I'll never forget just yearing, bring it to light, bring it to light. Um, and yeah. I think that was the first time I literally stepped out and actually, I spoke to one of my uh, teachers actually during that time, um, a couple of years ago. I spoke to one of them and was like, hey man, here's my burden, man. This is what I did, this is what I'm going through, this is what I've been doing, and yeah, I need... You know, I, I need I need to just get it out because what happened was during the time I was just holding it to myself, the devil was allowing it to eat at me. It, it was eating at me. Yeah. Um, it was dr dragging me down. I literally did feel condemned, right? Yeah. It wasn't until I brought it to light, right, that I was able to feel some sort of, man, I'm okay. It wasn't until I brought it to light, honestly, that I was able to even, or that scripture was able to, Manifest itself in, my, itself in my life in regards to there is no condemnation in Christ. You're okay, right? And I was even gonna say, like, even as Christians, like, even here on campus or anywhere else, like, for those people that find themselves in that position, like I found myself, right? Yeah, sure. That's the time to show the most love. For real. I believe. Shout out again to Devonte Torn. Shout, Shout out, out again man. to Michaela Regal. Shout out. Uh, oh, she's love. not Regal anymore. Michaela. Um, shout out again to um, <laughs> Timothy Parker. Um, once again, I've mentioned them so many times because during my crap, during my most shameful time, they embraced me yeah. as my Christian brothers and sisters. They embraced me. They didn't shame me. Pain, bro, like yes. last week. And they were intentional with me. They didn't yeah. shame me because, oh, Yemi did this. I, right. And I think that's because of that grace they showed me. It taught me how to show grace to other people when they right. come to me in their mess and like, man, I did this. For me, like, it would be so stupid of me to be like, man, you man, are you a bad person, a bad person when yeah. I've been in that same position, right? And even that's what Jesus talks about when he talks about, you know, forgive because, because, yeah. because your father forgave you too. First. Right? First. Yeah. Right? So I think even in those situations, especially with this topic about sex, there's so many, probably your friends um, or you yourself, you yourself or relatives that you yeah. know that are involving themselves in sexual activity. It's not, we're not saying all this to tell them, man, you know what? You're wrong. Not nah. like once again, like we've always been saying, show love first, For real. be intentional with them first. What? Cause the same way you are probably experiencing sexual burning desires is the same way they probably did too. For so real. it's not, the time for you to now look at them and say, oh, you're a bad person. Oh, um, you did something outside of what God intended for right. you. Sex is great. Sex is good in the right parameters, right. which is marriage. Yeah. Outside of marriage, it causes a lot of headaches. It causes it a lot of 
um, fragmentation, like we said, um, there's so many consequences of it. Yeah. Once again, for example, I, my daughter is beautiful. She's awesome. Um, her mom is beautiful. She's awesome. But there were times where I just didn't, I didn't do good mentally. I didn't do good mentally just because of the situation I was. That was part of the consequence of me doing it outside of um, marriage. marriage. But obviously, the only reason why I'm even here on the air live speaking to y'all about this and not... I don't feel no shame talking about this. Irregardless yeah. of how you look yeah. at me, how right. anybody look exactly. at me. I don't feel shame because of... You know who you are, bro. I know who I am, and I yeah. know how much God has lifted yeah. me up right. through all that. So, right. just want to encourage you guys, um, keep having conversations with your family about sex. Yes, at... Don't your friends don't know about sex, man? Like all they know about sex <laughs> is what they watching, which is not good. So have conversations with the right people. Yeah. Um, that's what we realize. Teach each other about it, man. That's right. And then <clears throat> I think with an encouraging word, like we just said, man, understand that yes, yes, that it is wrong. It's also beautiful within marriage, and and also understand and keep remembering especially those who have experienced experienced it before and who have done it, we're not coming at you to get, condemn you at uh, all. You know what I'm saying? We done been through some of the same things before. Right. So we're not even coming at you to say that. We are coming at you to say, yeah, flee from it. Like, we are, we want to take the truth. Like, run <laughs> from it. Like, girl or guy, run from it. Yeah. At the same time, we are truly saying, know that God is bigger than the mistakes that you have made. Facts. And that there's nothing that can separate you, separate you from the love of God, nor demon, no sin no height no, no person, depth right there's nothing that can no principality so please, no power right so please hear that we yeah. are not shaming you and we want you to realize that there is a God who is so much bigger bro yeah so and, for, and for any of you guys even when you're on campus that have kind of like maybe found yourself in the position I found myself or maybe not to the point of you having a kid but just feeling so much shame hey come talk to me man like yep. um slide okay that sound that sounds don't, sound don't slide up on DMs. yeah don't slide don't in my dms but like hit me <laughs> up on hit me up on instagram because i know the feeling of being ashamed i know the feeling of feeling guilty i know the feeling of feeling like um i disappointed god and yeah. i did everything bad and i'm a terrible person yeah. um but nah man like there's so much love that god shows you in those i even love in, myself facts, even <laughs> in, that's that's why i said love yeah right? even in those moments that there's so much Honestly, all those things just showed me how much I needed God more. Sure. 100%. To be honest with you. And it made me appreciate God's love more. For that real? even when it comes to sex, he created this pleasurable thing mm. for me to enjoy to the maximum in the right place. Right. There's a exactly. time for everything, guys. It's a time for everything, including sex. Sure. That's right. Yeah. Hey, listen, y'all. Thank y'all for listening, bro. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's episode five, and we almost through the end of the semester, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Listen, thank y'all for being very true and real with us, man, and sticking to listen to our podcast. Keep telling people about it, y'all. We are continuing this the entire semester. We're not stopping. We're not having no days off. Ain't no breaks for this. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to be on your head about, about watching this podcast over and over and over again. Share, you know share, share. share. For, for those of you who can't make the live, um, it's on Spotify. For those of you who have been here live, once again, share with other people. And we sure. love you guys. Thank you for your support. Um, enjoy the rest of your weekend, the yes, rest sir. of your day. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>